You know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applauded you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. John, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And uh, got quite a, quite an echo there, Mike. So uh, my engineer is going to have to uh, fix that. But uh, in the meantime, I want you to know that this is the show about you, about, uh, about your wrinkles, about brown splotchy pigmentation, about small noses, about large noses, about ears that protrude and breasts that hang uh, maybe lower than you'd like them to hang. Well, this is the show about you. This is What's Your Wrinkle? I'm board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've been doing this uh, radio show for, uh, I guess, well over 12 years now, and I'm happy to be here every Saturday evening on WABC. Well, tonight we've got a great show planned for you. I'm going to talk to you about your eyebrows. How many of you consider your eyebrows to be something important? I bet you a lot of you, but you don't really think of it. It's not that high, uh, you know, it's not that high in your list of things when you look in the mirror. But but a lot of people do come in to me and they say, well, you know, I'd like my uh, my brows elevated. They're saggy. So we're going to talk about what we can do for sagging eyebrows. And there's a new treatment. There's a new treatment that doesn't even involve a scalpel. So we'll talk about that tonight. And, and thankfully, they fixed that echo. You know, when you get one of these echoes in radio, it's sort of like you're in a tunnel and it just bounces back at you and back. And it's hard to talk that way. So we're, we're, we're good now. And uh, we're also going to talk about fat grafting to the buttocks. Very popular. Or is it? And maybe it's deadly. So we're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about freezing your fat. Are you going to the plastic surgeon this week and maybe uh, having a little bit of fat injected into, uh, let's say, your nasolabial fold or maybe your buttocks? And uh, let's talk about what the doctor does with the fat that's left over. Yeah, this is interesting. You're not going to want to miss this if you're having a fat grafting procedure. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. Oh, one more topic we've got to get to. There is new information, and you know I like talking about this, about smoking and cosmetic surgery. New information, and you're not going to like it, So, uh, but it's important. So give us a call, 800-848, sorry, 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC. That's the phone number here in New York where we are broadcasting from. And uh, if you're listening to this show in Maine or Virginia or uh, on the Internet in Los Angeles, give us a call, 800-848-9222. All right. So when you look in the mirror... 
when you look in the mirror, you see your face. And one of the problems, one of the problems that uh, you happen to see, to stare at, is that very first wrinkle, right? You know, of course it is. But also, you tend to look at the jowls. And you look at uh, oh all sorts of uh, all sorts of signs of aging and and you know I look at them individually you look at them as a whole which means you look in the mirror and you just say well you know I'm getting older what do we do and one of those things is a sagging of your eyebrows now here's what happens as you get older your brows do tend to droop as your eyelids tend to droop and as your jowls droop and your neck skin droop, everything heads south, right? You know, we, we uh, are, I guess, at the mercy of gravity. And as a little aside, you know, the astronauts don't get, uh, don't get jowls. In fact, if they have jowls, and this has been uh, scientifically studied now, those jowls go away in a weightless environment. But when the uh, astronauts come back to Earth, the jowls reappear. And uh, But we're living on Earth all the time, so we've got our jowls and we've got our eyebrows that sag. Now, where should your eyebrows be in a woman? The eyebrows ideally, and plastic surgeons study this stuff, ideally eyebrows should be at the bony rim. And what is that? So as long as you're not driving, I want you to do this. Take your finger and feel your eyebrow. And if your eyebrow is right at that bony ridge, you're okay. It could be a little above that as a woman, but if it's below that as a woman, then it's considered a low eyebrow. Now, for men, it should not be above the bony rim. It should be at the bony rim. So there's a, a difference, and obviously there's all sorts of differences between men and women and the aesthetics of their faces. But we're talking about women for the most part because that's really who has brow lift surgery. And brow lifts are they're not real popular anymore. When I, uh, when I did my residency way back in the 1980s, we used to make an incision from ear to ear, big long incision in the hairline and kind of you ready for this one we peeled down the forehead that was a that was an interesting uh, experience if it's it's the operation that a lot of medical students kind of their knees get weak when they see that one we would peel down the uh, the forehead and remove a little bit of muscle that causes the wrinkles between the brows remove some skin and sew everything back but the problem with that incision and the problem with that operation is it leaves a significant scar people tend to lose a little hair along that scar. And you're numb on the other side, not on the forehead side, but on the scalp side of that. And so we've gone through all sorts of, uh, of things over the years, different operations. There was the endoscopic brow lift that involved making five little incisions in the hairline, and we put a uh, tube down with a camera at the end of it, and we do the operation. Then we realized we could do the same operation without the camera. So it's the endoscopic brow lift without the, with the, uh, without the endoscope. And then uh, all sorts of other uh, versions of this procedure. And now I do the brow lift from inside the eyelid. So when I do an upper eyelid lift, I like to, if you need it, I like to go above the eyelid through the eyelid incision and sew the brow to a higher position. But all that surgery, and not all of you want to have surgery. So what if you want your brows lifted without surgery? Well, there's a couple of different techniques out there and maybe one coming also. So here's what we can do. First of all, Ulthera, that's high energy focused ultrasound can elevate the eyebrows in some people, not in everybody. So if your eyebrows are really, really heavy and sagging really far down, eh, Althera is not going to do it for you. But if your eyebrows are just a little low, 
then uh, usually Althera will elevate them two to three millimeters. And that's actually a lot when we're talking about eyebrows. So that's one way to do it. Althera is high-energy focused ultrasound. It's an office procedure. Uh, I do it in the office uh, very frequently. And the brows are one of the uh, really nice areas to do this procedure on because uh, it's short, not that uncomfortable, a little uncomfortable, not that uncomfortable. And we can actually get some elevation of the brows during that session, but it does take six months to see the final effect. So ultrasound, that's one of the ways to do it. But here's why I'm talking about this today. There was a, there was a study that was just published in the journal Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery. That's our, our big journal in plastic surgery. And it looked at nuances in the technique of Botoxing the brows. And this is kind of interesting because here's how Botox works. It paralyzes the muscles. Now, the main muscles of the eyebrow are the forehead muscles. The forehead muscles lift the brows. But there's also muscles that drop the brows down. So when you need to close your eyes or when you scowl at someone, if you really look in the mirror or someone takes a picture of you with your eyes forcibly closed, you'll realize that your brows drop down. So there are muscles that depress or bring down the eyebrows. Now, if we can paralyze those muscles very specifically with Botox, then we can elevate the brow. But Botox has been a little less precise over the years uh, until now, until this publication showed us just how to do this, just how to, to, uh, to paralyze the right muscle around the eye to get a pleasant elevation of the eye. And it's very interesting because it depends on where in that muscle we paralyze. Sometimes the uh, entire brow will go up. Or sometimes it's just what's called the lateral aspect of the brow. That's the, the side of the brow near your ear, closest to the ear. So it is very interesting. Uh, the techniques of Botoxing are very artistic. Uh, a plastic surgeon or a dermatologist or an otolaryngologist or an ophthalmologist, those are the four doctors, by the way, that uh, legitimately do Botox. Uh, if your family doctor or gynecologist does it or your dentist, uh, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, but certainly those other doctors... Uh, have been doing it for a long time, and they understand the anatomy of the area. And when they read papers like uh, the one that was published this week, it makes crystal clear sense to them, and they alter their technique. And when you come in and say, I'd like my brows elevated non-invasively, well, then uh, possibly we can do it with Botox now. Now, I say possibly because it all, again, depends on the degree of drooping of your eyebrows. This technique will raise the brows somewhere between one and two millimeters, and that may be enough for you. It may not be enough for you. If you need more than that, then, uh, well, it's into the operating room we go for one of those other procedures, or maybe Althera, or maybe the newest one, which hasn't really uh, been demonstrated yet, but a lot of us think that those threads might be able to lift the brow also. But we're waiting for the studies. We want to uh, not jump the gun. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WPR. It's actually SPF 20, sorry. You don't need that right now, do you? Uh, because it's the winter if you're listening in the north. Uh, but certainly uh, it's got all sorts of good skin protectors, niacin and pantothenic acids and things of that nature. So uh, daytime, that's what we're giving out today. We're going to come back in just a, a few minutes. We've got a few words from our sponsors. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. We'll be right back.
I'll bet you've all tried skincare that just doesn't work. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created skincare that really does work and is scientifically proven to decrease the visibility of wrinkles and splotches and smooth rough skin in as little as a month. The longer you use it, the better you'll look. And because I know that you'll only stick to a skincare program long-term if it's simple, I've combined the most effective ingredients into just one morning cream and one evening serum. My morning daytime SPF cream protects your skin with sunscreen and niacin, and my nighttime serum nourishes it with vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. But some people say that the best part of my program is my invigorating and non-irritating clean time soap. This fall, use the WABC code to receive 15% off all my products on drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com or call 844-DR-PERRY. That's 844-DR-PERRY. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Know why you see logos everywhere? Because they work. They drive customers, build brands, and grow businesses. And now, putting your logo to work has never been easier because 4imprint has perfected the art of putting logos on the right promotional items for maximum impact. And because they're giving away the ultimate guide to promotional products absolutely free to everyone who texts TEAM to 88988. They'll make your logo look impeccable on your choice of thousands of items with free art assistance. Everything from pens, caps, and t-shirts to hot tech. High-quality items people want to hang on to forever, keeping your brand top of mind always. With customer service that's second to none and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Put your logo to work. Get the ultimate guide to promotional products absolutely free by texting TEAM to 88988. That's T-E-A-M to 88988. I've cut way back on salt. And I ate lots of salmon and broccoli. I exercise to lower my blood pressure. (laughs) Because you're so stressed. Because I try to do everything I can to be around for me and for you. When we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program. With access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs that strengthen and protect hearts. We're also home to the state's most experienced valve replacement team. And we're one of the nation's top five heart transplant centers. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org slash heart for an appointment. I plan on being around for us a long, long time. Me too. Your heart doesn't beat just for you. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. What's your wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry? What's your wrinkle? I'm a plastic surgeon. I'm the host of this show, What's Your Wrinkle, right here on WABC. You can become part of the show by giving us a call, 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC. So um, what do you think the most dangerous procedure in all of cosmetic surgery is? A lot of you probably think, well, maybe it's a body lift. You know, I did a body lift on the Dr. Oz show. That looks uh, kind of dangerous, right? Well, turns out it's not. If you've listened to the show, the most dangerous procedure in all of cosmetic surgery is fat grafting to the buttocks, which I uh, I always wonder, you know, why do people want larger buttocks? But uh, buttockses. But I guess it's um, 
it's in vogue now. Although, you know, you, you, you hear about these procedures and you say, is it really in vogue? Uh, there were 18,000 buttock augmentations last year, 18,000, probably about 250,000 uh, stories written about it. But I'll tell you something. The second half hour, let's talk a little bit about the safety of that procedure and how people do save fat which may not be such a good thing. But right now, we've got a great interview from the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital coming up. There are many different types of liver disease out there, but no matter what type you have, the damage to your liver is likely to progress in a very similar way, whether your liver is infected by virus or chemicals or under attack from your immune system. The danger is the same. Your liver is going to be damaged, and if it gets too damaged, you know, you're going to be in some trouble. So the good news is that there's a new liver center at the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, which has a multidisciplinary team of renowned specialists. They're experienced in treating these diseases. Tonight, I've got the pleasure of welcoming the director of the center, Dr. Vinod Rusky. Now, Dr. Rusky is a renowned hepatologist. That's, that's a doctor, an internist, who concentrates on the liver and he also serves as the director of hepatology he's a professor of medicine at rutgers robert wood johnson medical school he's authored boy this this guy's listen to this he's authored five books 82 articles 130 abstracts he's been published everywhere that uh, real doctors know is uh, very prestigious like the new england journal of medicine Dr. Rusky earned his uh, medical degree and an MBA from Johns Hopkins, and he was at Baylor and Georgetown and Stanford. And uh, before he came to Robert Wood Johnson, he was director, the medical director of liver transplantation at the University of Pittsburgh, where liver transplantation started. So I am so happy to have you on the line. Dr. Rusky, thank you for taking time on your Saturday evening. Well, thank you very much, and good evening to everybody. And, you know, it's, it's funny. The, uh, I had a friend who was an anesthesiologist at the University of Pittsburgh. You probably know her. We won't say her name. And she, she told me those cases, those liver transplant cases in the beginning, not now, but in the beginning of liver transplant where, where there was so much blood loss that uh, she would ask the liver surgeon, do you want, do you want me to uh, run this unit of blood through the patient this time or uh, should it just go into the jar? <laughs> But uh, but those were life-saving procedures, and University of Pittsburgh uh, was uh, such a wonderful place and still is. Uh, Dr. Starzl, I believe, was the uh, the surgeon that started it all. Did you, did you know Dr. Starzl? I did, and unfortunately he died last year. Uh, you know, speaking to the surgeries now, they're as little as four hours, and they can be completely bloodless. That's how much things have changed. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that really is quite a story? As so many things in medicine have progressed to uh, to that degree, that's that's really wonderful. So let's talk about the liver center at Robert Wood Johnson. Why? What makes it unique? What makes it different from other liver centers? Well, you know, New Jersey has traditionally not had an organized approach to liver diseases, and it's it's a very big problem with nine and a half million people. There's Millions affected by obesity, which is rapidly nationally becoming a, a real uh, health care burden. Um, as many as 5 million people of the 95 million who are obese may end up with cirrhosis with an increased risk for liver cancers. And we're certainly seeing this in our center with the number of people who are presenting with liver cancers almost tripled in the last year. So what we have, uh, which we didn't have before, I think, was a very organized approach with this liver center. And we offer direct access to expert liver care without people having to leave the state of New Jersey to adjoining regions. 
we have a full team of clinicians and researchers. We have uh, the latest medical and surgical therapies and lots of clinical trials to offer so that people can ensure they have the best possible op- options and outcomes. So now, what, what are some of the diseases, some of the conditions, the diagnoses that you treat at the center? Well, I think everybody is very familiar with the remarkable progress that has been made in viral hepatitis. We can certainly cure just about everybody with hepatitis C at this point. Uh, hepatitis B, because New Jersey's demographic uh, includes a lot of people from endemic areas around the world, we have access to all the therapies for hepatitis B, including ongoing research in this area. Liver cancers, I think, are the ones that uh, we should probably mention are very important. It's the single most common rapidly increasing cancer in African-American males, for instance. It's something that uh, requires screening, a diligent approach, doing the right kinds of studies. And once these patients are identified at a center like Robert Wood Johnson, we have surgery, we have medical and radiation oncology at our Cancer Institute of New Jersey, excellent interventional radiology, all the things that we can do to catch this early and hopefully cure people. And that is so important to have a, a center like yours uh, with, uh, with diseases that, you know, in, in co- some communities, uh, I think uh, gastroenterologists or internists don't see a lot of these particular illnesses. And uh, to regionalize and, uh, and uh, establish centers like the one at Robert Wood Johnson, I think, is extremely important. So now, along with that, you're doing all sorts of studies uh, at the uh, Liver Center. Tell us a little bit about uh, what kind of studies you are doing. We have a uh, large dedicated clinical trial center, a clinical research center with full-time people working there. What we've done is to bring the latest uh, research into these various viral illnesses, but in particular fatty liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And the reason it's called that is these are people who are not drinking, but unfortunately they tend to have fat in the liver, perhaps they're overweight, don't have to be overweight to have this as an issue. And that fat causes inflammation, which is what hepatitis means. Moving on to cirrhosis from there over time, people run the risk, you know, liver is a vital organ. It has over 500 functions. You can't function without it. If it decompensates, if people have a less than optimal functioning of their liver, then they can't survive. And so the trials we have are looking at the latest therapies. In addition to those, we have bariatric surgery programs. We have endoscopic bariatrics where people can actually have a balloon and actually sewing shut most of their stomach through an endoscope so they don't even have to have an incision, help them with weight loss programs. We have an entire team approach to this. And that is a a very interesting advance also. Um, Now, the Robert Wood Johnson Liver Center has a toll-free number, and uh, you can... uh, uh, anyone who's interested in the things uh, that you are speaking about could call 888-MDRWJUH. That's M-D-R-W-J-U-H. There's also a website, and it's rwjuh.edu. So I want to talk just for a second about hepatitis C. You mentioned it just a few minutes ago. I think it's one of the great advances in all of medicine. And by the way, my uh, my guest this evening is Dr. Vinod Rusky, who is the director of the Liver Center at the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital. He's the director of hepatology. He's a professor of medicine at Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. So let's talk just for a second about hepatitis C, which was such a scourge until just a couple years ago. Tell us about this uh, this cure now. 
Actually, if I may, there is a toll-free number directly to the Liver Center. It's R-W-J-Liver, uh, L-I-V-R. We just instituted that to allow us to directly provide a one-stop center for appointments and efficiency so anybody who wants to come doesn't have to go through a myriad of other processes. Hepatitis C is something that there may be anywhere from 4 to 7 million people in the United States. If you figure that 2% of the population has it in a state like New Jersey with 9.5 million people, that would be 190,000 people with hepatitis C, perhaps half of them who don't even recognize still that they have it. You know, five short years ago, we were lucky if we could cure even half of these people. At this point, we can cure virtually everyone. The remarkable advances are that we can treat most people with eight weeks of therapy. That is just perhaps pills one time a day. There's virtually no side effects and very few drug-drug interactions to worry about, and a virtually 99 to 100% cure rate. And when I mean cure, that the disease is eradicated not to come back. It's not just a suppression. It's not a question of relapse. And therefore, once people are cured, their liver disease not only does not progress, but it can actually regress. They can actually improve their liver function. And, and that is such an important thing that you've just said. Uh, you know, it really is quite remarkable. For those of us in medicine, uh, when we see a change like this in medicine, a cure of a disease that uh, really was scary, really was very scary, uh, you know, you are to be congratulated, your colleagues and uh, the researchers who have uh, put all that effort in over the last uh, decade or, or so. So uh, that's really wonderful. So I, I want to thank you so much for taking time on your Saturday evening. I want you to give out that number once again, Sure. For the liver center, it's eight three three R W J liver L I V R, and that will get you uh, a uh, very speedy response. And we promise to see everybody very very quickly. All right, thank you so much. My guest this evening is Dr. Vinod Rusky. Dr. Vinod Rusky, who's the director of the Liver Center at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And if you don't know where it is, just look at a map of New Jersey, put your finger right on the geographic center of the state, and you pretty much hit New Brunswick. And uh, it is uh, a, literally 100 yards from the train station. As soon as you get off the Penn Station train station, you look up and you see that giant Robert Wood Johnson sign, and just walk a block. You don't even need a taxi. Thanks so much. I really appreciate your coming on the air. All right. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. There's more to the show. Stay tuned. We've got a whole half hour left, and uh, we're going to be talking about smoking. Smoking and, yeah, what it does to you and the risk to your body with cigarette smoking and cosmetic surgery. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. I've cut way back on salt. And I eat lots of salmon and broccoli. I exercise to lower my blood pressure. (laughs) Because you're so stressed. Because I try to do everything I can to be around for me and for you. When we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program. With access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs that strengthen and protect hearts. We're also home to the state's most experienced valve replacement team, and we're one of the nation's top five heart transplant centers. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org heart for an appointment. 
I plan on being around for us a long, long time. Me too. Your heart doesn't beat just for you. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. A market research analyst is wanted in Flushing, New York, to research market conditions of merchant services, collect and analyze data of Asian customers and merchant services, research and analyze on competitors' prices, services, sales, and method of marketing, analyze collected data to forecast marketing and sales trends and formulate marketing strategies. Bachelor's in business administration or related field is required. Email cover letter and resume to KOAM Merchant Services Corporation at info at koamcard.com. Ever had an obstructed view at a show or an event? This is so amazing. I can't see around this concrete column. That's what it's like relying on checking your credit to protect you from identity theft. You get a limited view. She looks beautiful. Who looks beautiful? You might detect credit changes, but you can miss threats, like someone getting an online payday loan in your name or selling your personal information on the dark web. Did you see that? See what? The concrete? With LifeLock, you can see more. We use proprietary technology to detect a range of identity threats. And if you have a problem, a U.S.-based identity restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can alert you to threats you could miss. Told you this was worth seeing. You are killing me. Memberships start at $9.99 a month plus applicable taxes. Now get 10% off. Go to LifeLock.com and enter promo code NEWS. That's promo code NEWS. LifeLock. More detection, more protection. Now at its new time, Sunday nights at 10, get ready to get ahead with Mind Your Business. This is Yitzhak Saftless, host of Mind Your Business. Is your business trying to figure out how the new tax laws are going to affect your company's bottom line? Listen to Mind Your Business this Sunday at 10 p.m. as Yitzhak Saftless interviews Saul and Simeon Friedman, noted tax advisors and business consultants, and visit mybradio.com to listen to past interviews. Mind Your Business every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eight Misbehaving. The Fast Waller Musical Show strides into the New Jersey Performing Arts Center for six performances February 1st through the 4th. Tony nominee Andre DeShields from Eight Misbehaving and The Wiz returns to direct and choreograph this acclaimed production from Crossroads Theater Company that brims with contagious energy, says the New York Times. Six performances only. For tickets to this wonderful revival of Eight Misbehaving, February 1st through the 4th, visit njpack.org or call 888-GO-NJPAC. If you are behind on your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debt or medical bills forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean the portion of your debt that is forgiven. Call for your free forgiveness information now. 800-291-6670. That's 800-291-6670. Don't wait. Call 800-291-6670. Not available in North Dakota. To what's, what's your wrinkle, wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry? What's your wrinkle? And what is your wrinkle? I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is the show about you, the show about wrinkles and uh, bellies that protrude after pregnancy. And that's almost everybody, I suppose, unless you're Jane Fonda. Although you never know, you never know. But uh, certainly, if you're human, 
when you have a baby, all sorts of things happen, right? Your belly protrudes, your breasts say, get larger first, and then they droop afterwards. It doesn't happen to everybody, but it happens to most people. And uh, we've got that operation for you. Plastic surgeons are out there in droves ready for your tummy tuck or your breast lift or your breast augmentation. And that's what the uh, the mommy makeover is all about. It's uh, the combination of the tummy tuck and the breast lift or augmentation. And I've talked about that on this show also. Uh, I don't believe in the mommy makeover as one procedure. I believe you should do it in two procedures because uh, not because we want you to have more and more surgery, uh, but it's actually safer. It's safer when you break up the surgery if one of those procedures is a tummy tuck. So if it's not a tummy tuck, if it's like, let's say you have a, a breast lift and you're also going to have your eyelids, that's okay. Uh, but when we add the tummy tuck into the mix, that's the procedure that really significantly increases the complication rate with surgery. So I like to do tummy tucks alone, maybe with a, just a little liposuction of the hips. And other than that, uh, it's a, a, a procedure by itself, and that's how you stay safe. Well, there was a study that was just released, again, in the uh, journal Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery, which is, you know, every uh, field has its own journal. There's a couple very important ones in plastic surgery, and this is one of the, the big journals. And my professor at Harvard, Dr. Goldwyn, was the editor of this journal for many, many years, a great great uh, man. Well, there was a paper that just came out. They looked at uh, 30, uh, I think it was like 36,000 patients who underwent plastic surgery procedures, and they looked at uh, whether or not they smoked, and if they smoked, what the complication rate was between smokers and non-smokers. They found some interesting things. Uh, So you would think that smokers, of course, would have a higher complication rate. Wouldn't you? Of course you would, because uh, they have all sorts of illnesses from the cigarette smoking. It hurts their arteries. It hurts their lungs. hurts uh, all their organs, basically. And, uh, and in by the way, in the general population of people who want cosmetic surgery versus the general population of people of just in general, there's much fewer, many fewer smokers that have cosmetic surgery than in the general population. Isn't that interesting? What does that mean? Uh, does that mean people who care about their appearance simply don't smoke and they also go to cosmetic surgeons, plastic surgeons? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure, but it, it was an interesting uh, uh, statistic. Well, anyway, so what was more likely in a smoker? Well, uh, much higher chance of a wound healing complication. What, what does that mean? Well, uh, let's say you do have, have a tummy tuck. Uh, we're, uh, we're sewing the skin together fairly tightly or in even a facelift. And if you can't heal that real well, well, it can actually open up. That's not a good thing, obviously. That's a pretty bad complication. And in smokers, significant significant rate of opening up incisions, both the superficial incisions and uh, and muscles pulling away from, uh, from uh, where they've been sewn deep. So not so good. In this particular study, there was not an increase in infection rate, which is uh, kind of interesting uh, because in other studies it showed a, a very significant increase in infection. And uh, also in this particular study, it did not show an increase in blood clot rate, but 
the authors of the study said, you know, even though our population showed uh, it did not, there are many studies that show that uh, there's a very significant increase in blood crates in smokers as opposed to non-smokers. And in fact, uh, in past studies, there was a 10% increase for every 10 cigarettes a day, which is interesting. So if you smoke a pack a day, that's a 20% increase. If you smoke two packs a day, that's 40%. That's that's quite incredible. And those studies have been shown over and over. So, you know, when in science and in medicine, we look at a variety of studies. My, my good friend Mike Roizen, who I did this radio show with for many years, uh, he always said one study, you know, it uh, it brings up the question, but he really is convinced when three studies corro- are corrobor- corroborate with each other. So that means they get the same result. Uh, but certainly, cigarette smoking is associated with a higher complication rate. If you smoke, stop. And I, I am proud of myself. Last week, she's probably listening, I did motivate one of my patients to stop smoking. I'm going to be doing a breast lift on her. Uh, and I said, I'm not going to do it unless you stop smoking. She got her husband to stop smoking, and she stopped smoking, and I believe them. And uh, so that's good. I, I, I did scare her. I told her that uh, she's got probably uh, maybe 10 years left to live if she doesn't stop smoking and uh, probably 20 if she does I think that got to her, and uh, you know it's a terrible, uh, a terrible thing. Cigarette smoking, it, it really is. And uh, I think I've mentioned both of my parents uh, uh, died of lung cancer. My uh, my father got lung cancer because he smoked, and my mother got lung cancer because she lived with him. So um, you know, stop before you get these illnesses. All right, how many of you are going to get fat grafting, either into your face or into your buttocks? Or into your lips. How many of you have had it? How many are, are you going to? Are you going to have it? Uh, I bet you there's a fair number of people. Fat grafting is very popular. Uh, I've been doing it since 1987, a long time. So it's not new. Uh, the techniques have been refined a bit, uh, but basically what we do is we numb up an area that has fat, like your uh, your belly or your buttocks or your thighs, and we do a little liposuction. We uh, harvest the fat, and then we purify it a bit, and then re-inject it into an area like your nasolabial folds or your lips uh, or buttocks, which I told you earlier today was uh, not a particularly safe procedure, but injecting it into your lips is and your nasolabial folds. And where it's really good, I like uh, fat grafting into uh, depressed scars. So uh, I had a woman who had a, uh, fell on her buttocks, and she had a real deep uh, depression in her buttocks from uh, from that. Uh, I injected fat into it. It was a permanent solution, and it, it really uh, worked out quite well. So fat grafting uh, is something that we've been doing in plastic surgery for quite a long time. And uh, when we talk about a graft, that means we take living tissue from one part of your body and we move it to another part of your body. It's been done for, I guess it's, uh, we're up to 140 years for skin grafting. Long time, long time. Uh, and fat grafting has been around, believe it or not, I think since around the 1920s or so. So again, these things are not uh, new, uh, but they are quite refined now. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. So if you go to your plastic surgeon and uh, he or she takes some fat from your belly, let's say, and injects it into your nasolabial folds. Those are the folds between the corner of your nose and the corner of your mouth. 
So it works well. I prefer these days to use filler like hyaluronic acid, Restylane, Juvederm, something like that. But, but fat grafting is certainly acceptable. So let's say there's some leftover fat. And uh, the doctor says to you, you know, we can do another session and uh, we'll just put this in the refrigerator. Let's freeze it and, uh, and we can use it in a month or even a year. And you say, that's wonderful. It saves me half the operation. We don't have to harvest that. So what's wrong with this picture? Well, first of all, it's probably illegal to do that. And the reason is, in order to take your tissue and store it for any length of time, the doctor has to have a registered tissue bank. That's the federal requirement. So taking the tissue, putting it in a sterile jar, labeling it with your name, and putting it in the refrigerator is not good enough for all sorts of reasons. First of all, the material could get infected. It could get contaminated with bacteria. If it gets reinjected into you, that's not a good thing. Worse, uh, or equally bad, uh, let's say the nurse grabs the wrong person's fat and injects you with uh, the other person's fat. Well, that is a disaster. Well, you know, think about this. In blood banks, if any of you have given blood, you know that uh, from the moment the blood leaves your body, it's barcoded, uh, and there's so many safeguards to prevent someone from getting the wrong blood. And yet, every year in the United States, it happens to a few people with all those safeguards. So what do you think can happen when someone takes your fat and puts it in a little jar, writes your name with a, a Sharpie, and puts it in the refrigerator, you come back two weeks later and get it reinjected? Not good. So what about freezing your fat. Well, let's see if we can keep it alive. Uh, well, it turns out there was a good study that showed it simply doesn't work. There's no technique available now, right now, that can adequately freeze your fat. They looked at frozen fat, uh, and these are really good labs, and they used all sorts of different techniques. They, they showed different techniques. None of them really worked well. Fat, when it's frozen and thawed, dies, and when it gets injected back into you, it's dead, and it can cause cysts and things like that. So if your doctor wants to inject the fat back into you, say no thanks. Fat grafting is good. Fat harvesting, holding it, and re-injecting, not so good. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. The phone number 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. There is one more segment. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Aging really does sneak up on us, doesn't it? Well, there is something you can do to help you look as young as you feel. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've spent three decades perfecting techniques to help you look younger. If you have sagging eyelids, wrinkles, jowls, bands in the neck, or splotchy skin, I can help. Schedule a consultation in my new Fifth Avenue or my Somerset, New Jersey offices, and we'll sit down for a full hour and come up with a plan just for you. This year, there are some great new procedures like longer-lasting wrinkle fillers and the incredible InstaLift, which dramatically lifts your cheeks and jowls in a one-hour exam room procedure. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. On the web, it's periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 6 p.m., right here on WABC. 
Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. I'll bet you've all tried skincare that just doesn't work. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created skincare that really does work and is scientifically proven to decrease the visibility of wrinkles and splotches and smooth rough skin in as little as a month. The longer you use it, the better you'll look. And because I know that you'll only stick to a skincare program long-term if it's simple... I've combined the most effective ingredients into just one morning cream and one evening serum. My morning daytime SPF cream protects your skin with sunscreen and niacin, and my nighttime serum nourishes it with vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. But some people say that the best part of my program is my invigorating and non-irritating clean time soap. This fall, use the WABC code to receive 15% off all my products on drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com or call 844-DR-PERRY. That's 844-DR-PERRY. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's Your Wrinkle? And we are back. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? right here on WABC, the phone number 800-848-9222. And before I, uh, I forget, we have to wish happy birthday to Fiona. Who's Fiona? Oh, you know who Fiona is. It's the most famous hippo in Cincinnati. I went out to see her a couple months ago. All right. You have to go to Fiona. Uh, you know, look at Fiona's song on the Internet. It's a great story about a premature hippo. I like hippos. What can I say? All right, Rosemary, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Um, are you talking to me now? I sure am, Rosemary. What can I do for you? Okay, um, uh, underneath my eyes, both eyes, it's just horrendous. <laughs> uh, it's all, I have bags, and I have such terrible lines. They really are crow's feet. It looks like a crow's been walking under my eyes. All right. And I don't know what, I've spent a lot of money on the best creams. You name them, Chanel. All right, don't name them. <laughs> all right, listen, Rosemary. Uh, how old are you, first of all? 70. All right, you're 70. So and I don't care. I don't want to look like this, no matter what. Okay, so now you're talking about your under eyes. How about your upper eyelids? Uh, extra skin there also? Yeah, I have those, uh, like, uh, shades. I've always had them, shades, and they're sure. really, really low now. All right. So it sounds like sounds like for you it's surgery. So let's talk a little, little bit, a bit about this. You know, we'd like to do non-invasive things when they're possible, 
But when you're 70 and you've got bags under the eyes and extra skin, bags and hanging skin of the upper lids, we're talking about yeah. what's called a blepharoplasty, which is an eyelid lift. It's a, it's a wonderful procedure. I mean, it really is. It's a very refined yeah. procedure. It's done as an outpatient under a local procedure. Okay. Hello? Hello, what happened? I've cut way back on salt. And I ate lots of salmon and broccoli. I exercise to lower my blood pressure. <laughs> because you're so stressed. Because I try to do everything I can to be around for me and for you. When we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program. With access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs that strengthen and protect hearts. We're also home to the state's most experienced valve replacement team. And we're one of the nation's top five heart transplant centers. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org slash heart for an appointment. I plan on being around for us a long, long time. Me too. Your heart doesn't beat just for you. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. All right. I, b- I believe we are back now. I'm sorry about that. Uh, the Through the of radio, uh, we lost the signal. You know, as Mark Levin says, we're doing the uh, show from the uh, the bunker today, and sometimes the bunker goes down. All right. So, Rosemary, are, are you still on the line, Rosemary? Yes, I am. Okay. All right. Let's, let's talk a little bit about eyelid surgery. So, uh, the upper lids, well, we remove extra skin, we remove extra fat, and really rejuvenate... Okay. The upper lids. It's a it's a straightforward procedure. The lower lids get a little bit uh, uh, more complicated sometimes because have more loose skin, not just uh, extra fat and extra skin. Then we have to kind of tighten the uh, the lower lids in a different okay. way. So so the way to look at your lower lids, Rosemary, kind of like a pair of pants. If your uh, if your pants are loose, if they are creased rather, you know you kind of pull on them. But if your belt is loose, the pants fall down, right? So you tighten your belt, and you can pull all day on your pants. They won't fall down. Same thing with your lower eyelids. If we, okay. uh, And a lot of people say, well, wait a minute, eyelids, that's only the upper eyelids. There are four eyelids. There's uppers and lowers. So with the lower eyelids, sometimes we have to do a belt tightening procedure, and plastic okay. surgeons like to have fancy names for everything. It's called a canthopexy, for those of you gurus out there. A canthopexy is a belt tightening procedure. Uh, we tighten the belt. We remove a little bit of skin. We remove some fat, and voila, you look better. One of the nice things about eyelid surgery, Rosemary, is yes. the downtime, for the most part, is about a week. Uh, you know, okay. if you want every last bit of bruising to be gone, then it might be as long as two weeks. But uh, for okay. the most part, I have a lot of patients that go back to work at a week, and uh, your entire stay in the surgery center or the office operating room is about about five hours or so, something like that. Okay. And uh, so that's okay. what we do. You know, to try and do something else at age 70, you know, may or may not be possible. If you were 40 and had this issue, uh, we might consider doing a little injection of filler into your lower lids. We might consider peeling your lids. We might consider ulthera of your lids. But the truth is, if you really have all that extra skin, it's an eyelid lift. And it's a very nice yeah. procedure, a very safe procedure. Long ago, way back in 1986, 
I did one of those coast-to-coast on CNN as a very young plastic surgery resident and have been doing them very commonly ever since, including this week. All right, Rosemary? Yes, yes. And that's your uh, that's what you need to do. By the way, if you want to read a little bit more about this, I wrote a book on the subject. It's called Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery. There's a whole chapter on eyelid surgery. You can get that book on Amazon.com. Still available. I'm writing another one now. Hopefully uh, we're going to have that out. I've been saying this for a while. Yes, it takes a while to write these books. Uh, but hopefully we'll have it out shortly. Uh, but certainly the one I wrote called Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery is quite up to date, particularly with eyelid surgery. So uh, invest uh, maybe 10 bucks. It's not a lot of money online now, uh, Amazon.com. All right, thanks for the call, Rosemary. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. So now after surgery, after eyelid surgery, for instance, we, uh, we operate on you, let's say, on a Tuesday. I usually see my patients the next day. I want to look at them. I want to make sure there's been no bleeding, no issues, sometimes a stitch breaks. I like to see my patients the next day. At the Cleveland Clinic, they actually did a study uh, on patients after surgery. Instead of seeing them the next day, they had them send in a photograph. And it's, it's really kind of interesting. You know, as technology evolves, we kind of have to go with it. So a lot of people think it's a real pain in the neck to go see your doctor the day after surgery. You know, usually uh, the significant other will take off the day of surgery, but they don't want to necessarily stay home another day and drive that person to the doctor's office. So what do you think? Is it safe to uh, to actually send in a photograph? Here's what they did at the, uh, at the Cleveland Clinic. They told everybody, first they taught them how to do this. This was the key thing. So before the surgical procedure, they took photographs with the patient's iPhone, and they showed them how far to stand from the camera and what views. So a front view, what's called a three-quarter view or a 45-degree view, and a side view. They showed them how to do this, and they said duplicate these pictures the day after surgery and send those in to the surgeon. So they did this at the at the Cleveland Clinic, and uh, and then everyone was seen a week after surgery instead of a day or so after surgery, and it's very interesting. Ninety six percent of people said they thought that just sending in those photographs was not only good but improved their quality of care, um, and uh, you know only uh, there were only six percent of people that had complications, and none of them had the uh, complication that they were that they uh, were found to have a week after surgery when they sent in the picture two days after surgery. So it wouldn't have made a difference if they went in to see the doctor the day after surgery or not. Do you know what I'm saying? So that means if you had a complication, it was kind of late in this study. And we're talking with what are complications of eyelid surgery. That's what this uh, was all about. Uh, well, you know, there could be a little bit of bleeding. There could be a stitch breaking. That's probably the most common thing when you sleep on your eyelids after surgery. You have to stay off of your face, off of your uh, off of your eyelids. But it is interesting. Uh, I have had patients frequently send me pictures with their iPhone. Let's say there's a, an issue. I had someone who had a peel a couple days ago, and she wasn't sure if the degree of swelling after the peel was normal, 
Uh, sending in a picture is really a nice thing because it can save you a whole trip. Whether you live 10 minutes from me or an hour, it's a nice thing if we can just look at the photographs. Or we can also do FaceTime now. You know, FaceTime is a great way if you've got an Apple computer or an iPhone or an iPad or something like that, you can do FaceTime. Uh, Skyping also, but I think FaceTime is a little bit easier uh, to use. And it's really very nice because uh, it doesn't substitute 100% for that visit, uh, but in many cases, it can save you a trip into the doctor. So, uh, you know, it's a good study out of the Cleveland Clinic. And, uh, you know, my friend Mike Roizen, who is at the Cleveland Clinic, didn't do that study, but I'm sure he's well aware of that. we got to have Mike back on the show again. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And the, once again, the phone number, 800-848-9222. And uh, I want my listeners to know that we have a special with the complete skin care kit. A special is uh, $125 instead of $150. You have to use the complete code. And uh, for... Uh, yeah, complete code on drperrys.com, by the way. And by the way, I am told by Bobby Fallon in Highland Falls that that property is still available. She turned down a couple offers. Call Bobby Fallon, 845-446-2238 if you're interested in I'll bet you've all tried skincare that just doesn't work. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created skincare that really does work and is scientifically proven to decrease the visibility of wrinkles and splotches and smooth rough skin in as little as a month. The longer you use it, the better you'll look. And because I know that you'll only stick to a skincare program long-term if it's simple, I've combined the most effective ingredients into just one morning cream and one evening serum. My morning daytime SPF cream protects your skin with sunscreen and niacin, and my nighttime serum nourishes it with vitamin C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. But some people say that the best part of my program is my invigorating and non-irritating clean time soap. This fall, use the WABC code to receive 15% off all my products on drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com or call 844-DR-PERRY. That's 844-DR-PERRY. From the NJDiet.com studios, 77 WABC, New York.